I mean, we have to do it, but. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, this is a permanent record for the rest of my life. Everything we say now matters forever. Well, uh, then I would just like to put on record. I never liked you. I never knew you. What you did, I think, was honestly a Whoa. heinous thing for someone to do. <laughs> And uh, this is just a podcast for me. All right. This isn't indicative of any sort of relationship beyond this. And starting now, after the crimes of one uh, Albert K. J. P. Kirshner uh, have been admitted, I want no part of it. Okay, I'm done. I quit the pod. I love this. I love that you're planning for my inevitable crimes, which I hope aren't that bad. <laughs> I hope they're not bad enough for you to distance yourself from me. I've seen your future crimes, my friend, uh, and uh, they're pretty rough. You should oh, get out God. ahead of that. I don't think I have you the should... physical strength to really accomplish much. I think it's going to be all word crimes. You know, a lot of people keep saying that about you. I got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you just see me trying to carry a ladder around. <laughs> I would love to. I would have paid money. The money you made for working like a day or whatever, I would have paid you that money just to watch you work the job that you did can we oh talk about this can yeah, we discuss yeah, sure you got a job uh this week and something happened everything happened it was terrible so i'm like riding with this guy i'm supposed to be his helper he's going to teach me the ropes of the hvac industry and while we're driving around he's telling me like i also do construction i also do electrical and it's like mostly in, in our neighbor, in my neighborhood. And he's pointing at buildings that are under construction. He's like, we're doing that. We're going to redo that whole building. And like, okay, but each one of these industries is a pretty involved job. And so he's just on his phone 24-7 trying to run three companies at the same time. Right. Meanwhile, in the back of the truck, we have loose HVAC chemicals just thrown in a heap with a bunch of tools on top. Nothing like really stacked well or secured in any way. And then dudes sitting on them. Because, you know, it's a van with only two seats. So there's yeah. a bunch of guys there. And he's just driving around the city on his phone. We keep swerving into the other lane, almost crashing into stuff. One crash would kill us all. That's all I could think about the whole time we're doing this. So when he's That's on his phone, are, starts. are these personal texts? Is he being like, oh, I do not want to work today? Or is this like <laughs> no, him trying to run stuff. his... Okay, it's all jobs. Yeah, stuff. it'll be gotcha. like, hey, this is some updates on this construction thing. It's like one of these jobs, you're going to have to be on your phone a decent amount. And he's doing three of them. Okay. Running three you. companies, answering every question, getting a bunch of people into buildings and stuff. So this is like already stressful, right? Because it's like, right. and while he's doing this, he's telling me stuff like, you know, we're going to let some gas into the air. I know in the EPA class, they told you not to do that, but sometimes you don't want to go downstairs and get the thing. So you're going to let some out into the air. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> Very cool. That's a big just, fine. <laughs> just what the planet needs right now is yeah. more gas just because I don't want to. I don't want to. So the gas is going to be in the atmosphere. Sorry. Um, even on a personal level, like you get caught. That's a huge fine. You lose one third of your businesses. Even if you couldn't shit, couldn't give two shits about the planet. Wow. So that's okay. like our start, right? We do two jobs. We go to the first one and it's kind of the same theme the whole time. Where it's like, if we actually were to fix these problems, we're going to have to drain the juice, fix the problem, put the juice back in. And he's like constantly trying to avoid that because it's going to make this job take longer. And he is straight up just talking, bullshitting at people for why he, it's kind of their fault. It's not working. And then we just left. <laughs> they look so sad <laughs> they just like didn't know the vocabulary so they just took it they're like all right yeah well i think it's also important to let you know to let our listeners know that like 
He just left you there, right? He just okay, let yeah, you that's sit. That's the second job. Was he dropped oh. me off at a place and he's like, "Watch for this leak. I'll be back in a half an hour." And that turned into six hours. Yeah, and during this, you were texting me. You're like, "Hey, my new work daddy just kind of left me here. What am I gonna do? Should I like leave? Should I take? Should I steal? So, like, what should I do here?" And oh. I was like, "I don't know, man. This is wild. I've never like." yeah truly it felt like a child like i think you said you truly were you said i'm you sitting like, on a stoop yeah. <laughs> waiting for him to come back it's like you're waiting for your dad to come back I'm like to, caricature like. of an abandoned child and oh. you just have to like be in this place while these ladies are just yeah. you know just want the fucking leak fix that's yeah, they all they clearly want. planned their day to not have to deal with us and they were very right. nice we got along well i explained to them what happened they told me the history of this problem and i'm texting him keeping him updated and he's like nah <laughs> right like, nah it's probably not leaking if you don't see the leak right now we're, we're gonna get to not do anything and i just spent the rest of the day in the stoop when it hit 12 hours of me being working for 12 hours i just walked home by the time he went and got his things it would have been another two hours if I would have actually waited for him, it would have been a 14-hour day of just shit. sitting around. How long was the walk home? Was it close? Hey, luckily, it was like in bedside. I could take a bus home pretty quickly. Okay. So I had my tools and shit on me and, you know, just sweaty and sad on the bus. Right. Yeah. What was that feeling like? What was that, that was bus awful. ride? I was, I was like in such a terrible mood when I got home, but we have dogs and that really helped. Yeah. Okay, I, I I feel that that makes sense. Do you do you feel like there was a lesson learned here? Do you think there was anything that you could have that you any knowledge you gained from the situation? Yeah, if it was like very quickly, I was being treated like I was too good for that job. Yeah, like he wouldn't talk to me about pay around his other employees because they're like sure. recently moved to this country and he's like kind of screwing them over. Um, and anything like that where he's like oh you got certificates wow you've got steel toe boots all the all the real jobs are like <laughs> no you have to have steel toe boots we do we like have to you know we deal with heavy things that are gonna fall on your feet and i'm like looking around if, that's actually the way if we're gonna simplify it if i'm seeing half the fuckers wearing sneakers i'm out i'm sure. just out if they're not wearing boots that's my that's it's just like yeah i should feel like i don't belong there not the other way you know i love the energy of him being like wow did you dress yourself this is gonna be a good job that's crazy <laughs> he was blown away that certifications i was like wait don't you have these like you kind of need to right yeah and i we discussed this on our last podcast but i think so for you, a lot of this was you were you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you were maybe like kind of panic searching for a job. Right. And mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're yeah. and in your haste, the main criteria was proximity to where you live. Yeah. And instead of like, what is this? <laughs> or I mean, like, I are they going to pay me? everyone and this is the one guy who got back and he probably right. got back to me too quick i should have been like a little more wary of the, from right. the hiring process there wasn't a single step of this that wasn't a bag of red flags i love it but you got the story out of it and I got a you story, know nothing... i got a day and i learned the shit out of the worst end of this trade nothing fell on your on your feet you know and if it would have they would have been protected yeah. so not his you're good not, not his, his. he didn't even have them <laughs> oh no, no i'm the only one in the whole company He's like looking down at you. I was like, is that industry standard or like what's going on here? <laughs> oh, it's a really oh, my God. literally. I was like, at first, I was like, did I buy boots that were too nice? I was like self conscious oh, about it. And then after like during the day, I realized I was like, no, I'm the only one with the boots we're supposed to have. 
That's so great. I love it. <laughs> if we we should post like a picture, will you like the next time you're like getting ready for a, for a job, will you like post a pic? Will you send me a pic of what you wear? Yeah, then we can sure. like we can post it online to know that you're big bad work daddy now. Mm, so people can't I look like a big bad work daddy now. Yeah, we've had we've had at least one person be like, oh, I looked him up on the Internet and he is not at all what I expected. <laughs> it was just like a very funny thing. Also, so, I wonder, like, uh, like my comedy, I've done a very bad job of putting up the content I want to be up there. And it's just been sure. random shit other people posted. And it's like they're mostly pictures of me in Seattle with just like I look like a wild man who just came out of the woods it's like, y'all want jokes? Sure. <laughs> I got some jokes for you yeah i yeah we got to control no one should be able to control our image better than ourselves you know what i mean so like let's put some let's put some papa bear pics out there of you and like let let's let the people decide you know yeah, are they doing some tube socks in my pants and post a bunch of pictures where i look like i have a cartoonishly huge hog and then yeah like, that's the image that's out there right now if people want to think that about me that's their choice yeah you know People say Jews control the media. Well, I say you control the media. All right. That's wow. my thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not like a popular phrase, but uh, it is a thing I say. So that's fun. Uh, yeah, that was just like a very, I was like, I felt bad for you, but I'm like, this is also very funny. Just to so be like, yeah, I'm losing it. <laughs> being left somewhere as an adult is like a mortifying feeling. You're like, how did I get here? as a like how did i get to this place in my life where i was dependent on another adult to like take care of me in this situation oh God. and it's so frustrating you're just like god i'm such a fucking idiot should have <laughs> fucking done anything i've been here before where i'm just like i guess i should do, i don't know should i leave should i call him like what the fuck should i do and then like it all ends up working out and you're like that's ah, probably fine who cares i'll be back uh, i'm happy didn't mean with it. how i dealt with it i'm happy yeah, with being like you know what i'm gonna wait a fair amount of time and i'm gone i'm he's like because he his tone switched too i'm not replying he just sent me messages like i'll be right there i'll be there in like an hour okay i'll be right there yeah and then eventually they were like please don't leave please wait for me <laughs> that's like oh that's so you funny. know you know what you're doing is insane right now right yeah and he, he's got to know that like you could turn his ass in for like anything Dude, right like yeah. if he fucks you over doesn't pay you doesn't do something like you could absolutely fuck this name a government up. agency he's fucking he is he is a very affinable at the very least united states postal service he's delivering hand mail by himself he's <laughs> <laughs> that's why i was oh, waiting yeah. for he's like hold on i'm gonna deliver some letters <laughs> I was like hey man are you working your mailman job right now because <laughs> I think there's some shit we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, you would make a lot of money if you just did one of these jobs well. I don't know what right. you think you're doing by doing 20-hour days and then be like, I got to make a lot of money. And you're like, there's a one of these jobs done well will make you more money than you're making doing badly at all of these. He's got to do the work because all these fucking millennial and Gen Z cucks are sitting here waiting for their Biden bucks to kick in. And we're oh. not... These goddamn Biden bucks, you know, so <laughs> it's the toxic grind culture of modern society, man. That's what I said. <laughs> Biden bucks. We're all on board. I've been big on Biden bucks this week. It's a fun oh, thing to fun. say. I like that Trump bucks became Biden bucks. That was like right. an interesting thing over the <laughs> pandemic. I bought a computer with my Trump bucks and now I'm out here eating on my Biden bucks. Yeah. You know, the fucking the meat, the meat grinder keeps churning, baby. That's what I've learned. Um, my week was less eventful. I didn't do. I went to work, but, you know, people 
the people who are supposed to take care of me (laughs) oh your boss showed up (laughs) that's cool that's cool when your boss Uh, shows up to his job do you want to talk about the show thing or is that not something you want to you're how your show happened no i don't want to talk about that at all um i here's what we should you're like a gentler version of what happened to me and you're like no no because that's just so a comedy show like not happening is so inside baseball just know like if you talk to me at like tuesday or whatever and i was like a little bit more prickly than normal you know i'm a nice guy i'm a i'm a huggable little fuck but like you know sometimes i could be a little prickly just know that like a comedy show got canceled because of some bullshit beyond my my means i think we the reason talk cracks to, me up but yeah we could um discuss how did you hang in during all the flooding stuff? I'm getting a lot of flooding Whoa, texts from people. Yeah. And it's funny that we, I didn't even, this wasn't a thing we talked about in pre-production because we've just both been living in it. But I think there are people who are listening who would like to oh, yeah. maybe know. Because they that. see the, okay. So even yes. within here, I had a very medium experience where like everywhere I was at that night was dealing with flooding in some way. But also yeah. you like pop up Instagram and see like four blocks over their cars actually underwater. Yes. Like it's, I was at shin level probably most of the night wait were you you were out well yeah so the it started raining we were at a bar nearby and the plan was for me to go to a show in williamsburg and my friend's like well there's a bar four blocks away let's stop get a drink there and as we were getting there i was like wow this rain is getting really bad yeah and then we're sitting in the backyard of this bar which has a roof hang on it like laughing whoa this rain is getting really bad and then one of the bar guys comes out and he's like trying to unclog the drain but that's not really sure. working and it's just the water's rising so it's like all right guys we've got to close the back we go inside the bar and then 10 minutes later a river of water is just pouring under the door into the bar wow and like, whoa this is bad and you hear another bar person be like oh the basement's flooding our stock is fucked so luckily the persons i was with lived like a block away so we go over there and their neighbors who are are also related to them it's like you know they have friends who own the two downstairs apartments their sure. bathroom is flooding and they're just like downstairs sopping shit up with towels freaking out there's one of their neighbors has a pump luckily so that's the only reason I it s- didn't like actually flood um were you was, like hey was, i'm an h i'm an hvac guy i could probably help you so did you like throw that around <laughs> you're like i know a little bit about getting rid of excess liquids Does anyone- uh, i've done i've done stuff like that where someone's talking about something and i'm like i have like a very unrelated thing i do <laughs> they're like sure cool, buddy i get that you want to feel important i get that we just made them uh cocktails they were like sure. so happy to have, like stop pause have a nice drink and then like yeah back to the towels what about you? I was so I was so shocked that so many like comedy bar show things were happening. I was like, did we all did we I guess we probably underestimated because this just happened like a couple weeks ago where they're like, hey, everybody hunker down. It's coming. Yeah. And then there was, was like, like a light ram that was Henri or whatever. Um, and uh, so I think people kind of underestimated this one. And I, I saw someone post this on social media where they're like, isn't it kind of weird that they didn't really tell us until like pretty late in the cycle that you know it could get pretty brutal like this this time around like the ida shit like the flash flood stuff was not like part of my day i know it's gonna rain but Uh, my phone gave me that warning as we were like oh do we have to go home (laughs) right as we were in the middle of it flooding someone is floating down the street and then your phone's like oh yeah just so you know there's gonna be like some flash floods not a big deal it is the first time it's ever happened in new york city but whatever have fun um but that that's what i think really was annoying to me was like there was so much miscommunication as far as that and then like our the new york city infrastructure is trash so that's why you would see these pictures and videos of like literally you know it looked like 
a fu- I don't there's like a fountain in one of the subway systems. The subway's it looks like terrifying. It looks like it's coming from all angles and you're like is this like a water spirit? Like what is <laughs> happening? Is the is the is the Hudson River angry at us? Like what is the what are how is this happening to like the subway systems in the streets and like all this shit? But I um we were okay. Um we just kind of I was just like I'm not fucking. I wasn't on a show and if I would have been I probably would have canceled to be honest. So I was just at home and we just kind of hung out here, our bathroom ceiling, which just leaks, (laughs) leaks regardless. If there's even a little bit of rain, there's a little bit of leaking because landlords are trash and they don't give a fuck. Um, But then you should do between renters is to make sure your roof drainage system is actually still all connected. And it isn't just like a pipe that goes into your building and then lets the water go where it goes. Yeah, man, where the fuck were you when we rented this apartment? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Living with like 14 roommates somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but he used you. But yeah, so there's a little bit of like dripping from our roof and like, you know, we texted our uh, super landlord or whatever. And we're just like, hey, there's a video of what's happening. He's like, oh, damn it. Sorry. I'll be there this sometime this week. I'm like, sometime. I mean, buddy, first of all, if this falls through, like everything we're fine. Like it sucks that our bathroom would be fucked up, but like if our ceiling collapses, you know you're fucked. You know people. Yeah. Like you, I think they would have to like put us up. I think I don't know what would happen, but I just it would be a very bad situation for you. So it Can shouldn't even be where like a cheap landlord would put you up. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't really <laughs> want <horrifying>. that. Horrifying. <laughs> He's like, um, you can just take that debris and then uh, why don't you just lay on that in the street until I get someone in here. I know this guy in Brooklyn who's a real great HVAC guy. Yeah, he he'll be around in six to 14 days. He's also a mailman, and he also <laughs> does roofing. Nobody really knows what he does, but we'll get him. But we um, literally, the worst thing that happened to us in our apartment was like a little bit of ceiling leaking, which hopefully will be taken care of. And then like somehow like a fucking snail like a slug got into our apartment because wow. of i think it just got blown off of a tree or something and it was just falling but like that was it that was just like a fun moment where i was like oh i've never seen this in new york but i mean we're on we're the first okay. floor and my roommate's room is downstairs and they didn't have any leaking and that's so insanely lucky because there's so yes. many poorly built basement rooms and people had a really horrific time and yes neighbor, truly awful just nightmare scenarios and right yeah i'm just grateful like our room our landlord sucks but at least he made one of the two basement units leak proof right the other one not so much i don't think so like if we were ever to move to another apartment i don't i could never after this i'm like oh there's no no way i'd ever do a basement unit because this is like (laughs) it's terrifying i have friends who had their units like flooded down the street like places like a 10 minute walk from me were flooded in queens and like yeah uh, but then you look around it's also annoying i saw this point made online where they're like some uh like weather person was like taking video near central park you know like upper west side whatever or upper whatever you know up up there <laughs> yeah. near it was central park but there were some other places where it's like wherever the wealthy people were you'd see these videos be like no flooding here and then everyone's just <laughs> like yeah no shit because they literally kick you know they literally like we'll just make sure it's good for the rich people as far as infrastructure and then like who gives a fuck about the people who actually like make the city run who cares you know i guess they're gonna drown on their trip home <sighs> My you God, know it's so infuriating uh but the crazy part was okay the next day it was like nothing happened there was like maybe right. one or two apartments i saw with like a pump but it was like even that night i walked home at like three and it was just like the water had gone down and yeah. it was just kind of okay 
my buddy the next uh, day was legitimately a beautiful it was probably the best day all summer it was like the weather <laughs> yeah. was perfect it was clear blue skies i was just like oh my god who's this sassy bitch walking out of his unflooded oh apartment then i was like oh no a tragedy just occurred yeah. people died last night michael roland very funny comedian i watched him do a set recently and that's what he was talking about is like yeah i had the you know my phone died and i was like i'm gonna let it die i'm gonna have a night without my phone and just read and then go to bed and then he woke up turned his phone on i was like whoa he just missed all of it <laughs> <laughs> his roommate was like stuck in manhattan trying to get walk home oh my god brutal <laughs> <laughs> shit yeah um, i mean i don't know i'm glad you're okay and uh I'm for anyone who's okay. anyone who's been asking i've been getting texts and people asking me and it's like you know if i wasn't okay do you think i would answer <laughs> you know what i mean no i'm just kidding uh no thank you for checking up on me and um i love it i love sassing people for like worrying about right you. <laughs> it is it just feels so sometimes it does feel weird because it's like oh no i just like stayed inside like everything's fine yeah. I put a bucket down for a little bit and it got like one twenty-fifth full, you know, like there's nothing there. I got some plaster on my hand from a leaking ceiling like that. And that's it. like, I think that's a big, like whenever something happens to a lot of people, like the pandemic, for example, it's like, if that happened to you, there's like a 50% chance you'd be like an asshole to other people about flooding. Not you specifically, sure. but I think that happens to people are like, oh, come on, this virus isn't that bad. I'm okay, personally. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's a weird thing your brain does. Your brain's like, well, I may like, oh, it can't be bad because your, your brain adapts so quickly to shit that it's just like, yeah, it's fine. I don't know what you're talking about. And then like, I don't know, f five years later, it rains unexpectedly. And then you're like punching a hole through a bus wall or, or like a bus window. Like, I gotta get the hell out of here. What was that? Where did that come from? Is that trauma? Is that but, oh, um, I don't know. Speaking of fucking trauma, let's uh, chaos should we, should we start the pod, baby? And thunder. Let's start the pod. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Burn Your Heroes. I am your co-host, Benjamin Wilmington, Delaware, Katzner. Uh, and I am here with the one, the only. Albert Kirshner, failed violin destroyer. I'm here trying to break your violin. They're so heavy. I can't lift them. How's it going, yeah. buddy? Doing great. For those who don't know, Burn Your Heroes is a podcast where we take a glimpse at popular figures throughout history and pop culture and tell you why everyone that you like and we like probably kind of sucks a little bit you know they're not perfect they're never most of them are far from it you know and uh that's what we talk about it's gonna be great today the person the hero yours and mine that we are burning is one kanye west my personal hero yeah <laughs> you just found out about him literally maybe like five years ago but you know big big name in your life i think he um, had a, a rap that was like a goof on a dr seuss thing when he was like nine and i that's what started me on the journey i don't know what you sure. were up to uh ignoring great music i guess but yeah clearly obviously here. yeah so uh kanye is a is a person that this is again i love it when these episodes happen you probably hate it but i actually really enjoy it where <laughs> 
I'll be like, hey, what about this gigantic pop culture figure? And you're Ooh. like, huh? you're like, is that like a poet? Like, I don't think we should be doing <laughs> Kanye West. Is that like, like an Cornell West son? Who is this? I don't understand what you're trying to do. And I'm just like, oh, I guess you just lived in the woods. I don't know what you were <laughs> before you got to New York City. But clearly, uh, Kanye just didn't really reach you until you were you were uh, a certain age. You said your first interaction really with Kanye West was like, well, maybe it was a Taylor Swift thing, right? Right. I mean, I'm like, oh, you know, because you're like out and about and people are playing his music. So I've definitely like heard it here and there. But I think my first intense one was, uh, what was uh, the album where he's like yelling that I am a God? My friend Jesus. got that and got really into that. And I was riding around a lot with him and he was just like, yeah, hey, uh, I'm sorry, but I got to do this. And he would just blast it while driving in his truck. That's I'm funny. Like, All right. This isn't, this isn't for me, but I don't care. Like I, I used to be like a real turd about music. Like if it wasn't one of the four bands I liked, it's fucking garbage. I don't want to know about it. If more than 10 people know about it, it's probably terrible. And then I don't know. I grew up and stopped caring. It was just like, Oh, I, don't know. Sure. I like it. I like it. Who cares? Yeah, I could see you being insufferable uh, oh, about dude, music. Yeah, up until like 22, I was a real piece of shit about it. If, and it's like, I would like some bands that were just like actively hard to listen to just because they would have a sure. base. If I didn't know you and I saw you on the street, I'd be like, oh, that guy uh, writes music criticism for Pitchfork. <laughs> like, I know what well, he is. Well, a big part of I it think. was that like my friends got me into going to see local shows. And that was like kind of my escape and like a thrive, like an area I felt like really connected to. And then whenever like, you know, My Chemical Romance or Paramore got popular. It felt like a cheaper, more popular version of what I was liking. So that's when I started like making me a real turd of like, it you guys is... don't know. You guys don't know what it's like to be one of 10 people standing in a small room watching this. The sad thing about what you just said about My Chemical Romance and Paramore is I just went on a YouTube spiral last night uh, and those were like two of the bands that were part of it. I don't oh. know where I started, oh. but like they really, I was just like, let's see what this is all about. I've had Paramore's uh, misery business stuck in my head oh for my this God. because it was on the Madden 2006 soundtrack. And I don't know why sometimes video game soundtracks, FIFA soundtracks too. They love EA, EA sports Paramore. fucking loves Paramore. <laughs> and then I was just like watching all these videos and I watch old rage against the machine and then system of a down and like, old hip hop videos and all this shit. And I was just like, I don't know. I'm like, people read books. <laughs> yeah, Why man. am yeah, I this do. person? Why am I uh, the YouTube music video wormhole guy where it's like, well, I just wanted to hear Isaiah Rashad's new song, but now or see Drake's new video. But now I'm watching Paramore's first live performance from like <laughs> 2004 uh, or whatever the fuck. I can't. Have you always liked? I've like never liked music videos. I just they just do nothing for me. What? Uh, yeah, absolutely not. It just feels like like hey, the song got popular enough. Do you want to just like let your brain throw up on camera for a while? It's so there's some like really cool ones, but even then I'm like, eh, this is not this is nothing for me. <laughs> music videos were like the entry point into so many different artists for me that it's insane to me that like like I don't know like. When you're a kid, I guess you listen to the radio or whatever. Or like you listen to like what your parents are listening to and you, they drive you to fucking obedience school or whatever they're doing. Uh, I don't know what parents do with their kids. <laughs> I go to obedience school. Just me and the dogs. <laughs> you're like, all right, put them in the crate. It's time for Ben to go to obedience school. Everybody had that, right? Yeah. Um, so Maybe you, it was you like listen. we didn't get cable until after MTV and VH1 kind of gave up on playing music videos. So like I missed that era of like, 
those two channels being hugely like started by playing tons of music videos. So I don't think you missed that era. I think you just weren't. I mean, I watched a lot of VH1 when we finally got cable and it was like, yeah, this is big, rich houses. I'm like, cool. Yeah, but I was there too. We didn't have we didn't have satellite until like I was like midway through high school. So I think we're maybe around the same time, but uh you're actually a little younger than me i think so whatever but like it's i i didn't have it either but music videos were just like sometimes they play in the i would see like backpack rap hip-hop videos at like after saturday morning cartoons i'd be like oh de la soul that's pretty cool tribe called quest so like weird shit like that and then like i once we did get cable satellite whatever they wouldn't it wouldn't be on like mt mtv was like reality show shit but like MTV two was like subterranean or like, um, oh, fuck. There was like a metal version of that where it was just like, OK, here are all like the uh, indie yeah. bands. Yeah, yeah. Here are all like the metal bands. Here's like some off beat hip hop type shit. And I, I would love that. I would just sit on the couch and like watch that shit all day. And then like a Christina Milian video would come on and be like, well, I should probably <laughs> jerk off to this. Um, you know what I, but, what's fucked up is I actually did love all the, the bullshit they put on the on. Uh, <laughs> like all the vh1 bullshit of like i don't know you want to see a rich person's house here's sure, ice cream covered in gold and i was like this is music baby how could you not <laughs> of course you love that we all did i love fucking flavor flav Dude. watching oh beat white God. women spit into each other's mouths i love that shit at first okay vh1 crushed the reality show game 100 it was safe i don't know what they figured out but it was awesome it was like celebrities who were just struggling enough to like need it um, right but you still knew who they were it wasn't just like random politicians wives or or something it was like it was flavor flavor sometimes you and then like sometimes i'd have to go back i'd have to learn about these people to see why it was so sad that they were on the show like brigitte yeah. nelson or whatever on that when her and flavor flavor like fake dating or whatever i was mm-hmm. like why is everyone so sad that this woman and i was like oh she was like a icon for some people she yeah. was like you know Salt she was like the white like a Grace third Jones. season and you're just like come oh man right yeah <laughs> it's but I don't know. That shit really did open me up to a lot of stuff. And like some of the videos that like I probably my first Kanye experience wasn't with like an album or something on the radio. It was like he was on some he was on MTV, too, in some video. You know, he was like just all over. He just popped up. I think I saw I want to say through the wire. I think this is true. I think Kanye's song through the wire was probably the first Kanye West song I'd ever heard. And it fucking slaps and you don't know what it is, but you should listen to it after this podcast. Anyone who even anyone who likes like old, like seventies, sixties, like soul, R and B funk, whatever. But uh, this could be a song for you. If you like hip hop, obviously you know the song, but Check it out. Through the Wire is the fucking song to start with for Kanye. And if you hear that song, you will understand why it is so sad that he is what he is now compared to what he was when he started. Is when he, he fucking came out. It's beyond that. He's uh, he's like if TMZ, I don't know, maybe TMZ does have its own channel. But like Kanye went from being the pinnacle of what I was like, holy shit, I didn't know that hip hop could be this this right i didn't know this was a thing where you get to be yourself and you get to be different but pay homage homage what's the word how do you say that homage homage do you I know how to pronounce both of those ways should you i should i not should i not <laughs> try homage. to say words that i don't know i think Whatever, pay homage you... and then an homage is a noun 
All right. Give thanks to the past, you know, uh, <laughs> but he like he like made this new thing while respecting the old thing and then it turned it into this beautiful thing. And now it's literally like, I don't know, it, it went from like watching a well-produced Hollywood feature film to watching like a grainy homemade sex tape of something and you're just like this fucking i'm watching uh, it but this isn't out of God, respect they for couldn't the even people get involved. the night vision come right. on like move the cat out of the way i'm trying <laughs> to have a good time here like what is happening so he he really did like because i was like on the fence about i was when i was younger i just the, i was probably more like you were like what is that <laughs> is that a car outside yeah yeah uh, I just I all I think about when that happens is like, man, tinnitus, buddy. Sure. <laughs> People are bumping I'll, music. I'm like, your poor ears. You got earplugs in? I hope you got some plugs in. When I when I hear stuff like that from your end, I'm like, oh, was your apartment haunted by a quinceanera? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Why does it sound the way that it sounds every time? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Connie, I don't know. Just like really. Because I liked backpack rap, old school kind of hip hop stuff because I, I had seen it in the mornings and stuff. But when I was in like junior high, early high school, I was like a fucking slipknot guy. I was like, yeah, corn. I you went, posted the system of a down thing today. I love talking. I did. <laughs> I mean, but the, and yeah, I was like that. I remember being in a car with uh, Bryce Rushmeyer, Ty Rushmeyer. Shout out to Bryce, listener for the show. Ty, why don't big, you listen? Bad, um, come on, Ty, get it together. <laughs> come on, Ty, step it up. But Ty, like, was our big, was a huge musical influence on us. So I'd be like listening to this stuff, and then I, Kanye was like one of those people where I like found. I was like, oh, this is like my thing. None of my my friends aren't really talking mm, about this, but people yeah. seem to like this, and this shit's fucking good. I love this, and I was a fan very early on, a fan of Kanye West um yeah, i don't know awesome. how we got here um system of down was probably also one of my what i call radio bands where it's just like this is the three radio stations we have and this is the song i like the most that's being sure. played before i like found access to music that i could like connect to yeah that's really interesting because i i remember that band is fucking crazy so <laughs> what i tweeted left like a civil war i think to start right. this band. in the in the best way possible they are insane because they are their second album and they're talking about a lot of stuff on the first album that like i just didn't understand at the time and i and the second album i also didn't understand but going back through their like catalog of the albums of system of down that i like they're like talking about the prison industrial complex yeah. they're talking about stuff and i'm like, like i can't the way like <laughs> sending people to war right more people to war, they're like upset yeah yeah cool. they're talking they're talking about civil war they're talking about all this stuff and i'm like the way conservatives are like marilyn manson has corrupted my daughter or whatever which we'll talk about marilyn manson later <laughs> not Horrible through person. music just as not, a person yeah. but like system of a down if you're like a conservative person at that time system of a down probably did more damage to your son or daughter than any like porn any like antichrist type character like they were literally like hey george bush is letting this country fall apart you know like here's everything that's happening here's what's going on in the world you americans don't even know and like yeah. rigid against the machine is the same way. to get out of fighting in vietnam and now he's actively sending your kids to die for cash right. and i'm like i don't know man the song is loud and i like it <laughs> i like the rhythm in it this is great <laughs> yeah. that's what uh, the thing is like i 
lyrics just go over my head even those especially those guys because they're just yelling so fast right. and so complicated and i'm just like I'm, I'm the same way i like the noise i'm absolutely the same way i'm like this song is whatever vibe it gives me and then like mm. i'll go back two years two years ten years later whatever and i'm like oops this was written by a white supremacist oh my god <laughs> guess i gotta take it out. sorry misfits i Dude. guess i can't listen to your older stuff anymore the amount of times i've been like uh is that real I was having this conversation with someone. So not the early front uh, lead singer of the Misfits, oh, but the Vampire second guy. Love, baby. I can still get my one song. The second <laughs> guy is like a racist, I believe, God, like white it. supremacist type. Don't I don't I allegedly mean, whatever. I don't. I'm not, I'm not really gonna... listening to them anyway. I liked one song a few years ago that I listened to a bunch. Sure. Um, even like my favorite song is Pints of Guinness Make You Strong by Against Me. And I've had to listen to it maybe 10 billion times and today i got about half the lyrics down sure <laughs> i think this is also a great time i realize i forgot to say this just in case we have any new listeners sometimes we meander a little bit on this podcast oh, yeah. sometimes we get a little bit this one's really getting there too yeah, this is like this is the first time where we're both like yeah fuck the main guest what music did you like you know we're just talking about some others it's a different podcast that's okay um but yeah so your your experience with kanye was definitely more limited than mine but yeah. it doesn't stop that doesn't mean you didn't form any uh you know any thoughts any opinions on them are, are there any are there any things about kanye west that you personally like are like okay i fuck with this i do like this aspect of this man and what he's trying to do I mean, that stuff becomes more recent. I feel like my earlier impressions were a lot of like, ugh, more musicians' egos, you know? More mm -hmm. like celebrity nonsense. Like, as soon as a celebrity's big enough that they're like selling clothes, I'm out. I'm completely out. Sure. That's such like a lame thing about this. It's like not why I would have gotten into this in the first place. I'm out, you know? It should be like shirts with your name on it and some cool art, and that's where it ends. Sure. <laughs> Which yeah, I guess he... is what it is. It's just like a crazier version of it he's just doing merch on like a super scale yeah it does it does when something feels this might not be the case for kanye with you but like let's say i can speak for myself when something feels personal and directed at you that feels there's this in, this initial thing of like oh other people like this wow i'm not alone this is great and then it's like wait everybody likes this oh no and they know everybody likes this and they're yeah. taking advantage of that this sucks no. this doesn't feel good anymore now i just feel like i'm you know helping them buy another mansion rather than being a supporter of like the art that they're creating so i get yeah. that definitely. and even with like smaller bands like against me for example you're like oh there's some albums they made because they needed cash to like survive yeah <laughs> they were like i don't really have anything to say this year but we got to keep touring so that is an interesting thing so when kanye kanye just released one of the reasons we're doing this is because kanye did just release his 10th studio album which fucking blows my mind i was like 10 oh, that's that's so insane, insane. Yeah, I, we're both like, working on our first album we might get it out before we're 40. right <laughs> we're lucky it's just like a while i'm sometimes i'm like what do you even have to say at this point <laughs> and then i listen i'm like oh nothing yeah, i got it yeah. you're just that's this how you get like, the stuff like i am a god and right i've run out of uh ideas man come on yeah and it's there are so many he's got so many good songs and so many good albums that it's like the you know the first five he only really needed if he did five albums and then like something happened and he just retired or who whatever like he would have been fine they would be like this is one of the best producers slash performers in hip-hop history like he his influence is huge 
everybody you like now, you know, they have like a thread that goes back to Kanye West and all this shit. But then he just decided to do more. And then something happened. And, uh, you know, he struggled with mental health and like his mom died and all this stuff is going on. And uh, it really just changed. It really just got the music got worse. And as the music got worse, in my opinion, he somehow was like, well, I better make sure more people know who I am so they can hear yeah. the shitty music I that I'm like making. A lot of big musicians are so careful about what gets leaked about their album. And when it's like, hey, next week, I'm about to drop an album. You're like, OK, you know, it's like they like really careful about that. And they get freaked out. If someone like steals something and leaks it. Right. But it's like when it comes to them as people, they're like, no, nah, you can have it all whenever you want. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. shout all my ideas all the time. And like if we had that same level of access, people would probably still celebrate the shit out of you instead of been like, watch this thing burn. It's crazy. Right. And I so Kanye's last album is just like uh, the artwork is from what I can tell. I only streamed it, but is um it's just like black there's no there's no actual artwork it's there's no like frills it's whatever talking about the one before this no i'm this one okay uh this uh before the one before donda i actually don't know what the artwork was the one before that was like I'm bipolar. I hate it. I don't know what the fuck it was. It's called. It's called, this. it's called Yay, but it, the artwork was like it was mountains, like Idaho or Montana, wherever the fuck it was, some mountains, and then like scribbled on like MS Paint type. Like I'm bipolar. I hate myself, and that is whatever. That's <laughs> eh, a little wordy for a title, but I don't know. That's not the title, but it was like that was like the main takeaway from it. It was like no, it's like I'm bipolar. It sucks. I love it or something crazy, whatever. But so and this one was just black and i'm like oh you're like oh you're an artist Ooh, i just went with all black there's nothing the absence of color is color and i'm just sitting there and i'm just like what are we even fucking doing it even you have run out of ideas i don't even understand why you think this is original or good but whatever um anyway i so yeah i actually really started out being a huge fan and liking him and then you know over time you realize you should never like any celebrities that's really what it comes down <laughs> yeah. to if, if you've you learned like anything this, from our podcast that's it that is 100 yeah. it. <laughs> you can you can be like i like their work i like a thing they did or maybe something they said or sang or whatever i like that they can dunk but never be like i like this person okay because you do not know them and they do not care about you they can say, I love all of my fans. <laughs> but what they're really saying is, please, God, buy my merch. You know, like it's yeah. a whole different thing. You know why people love Tom Hanks is because he doesn't talk enough for you to realize why you should hate him. You know, he right. made Chet Hanks. There's a part of that in Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can really blame him for his son being weird. But yeah, I think I, you uh, can do a little bit. After a kid gets old enough, it's like, what are you going to tell? How many times can you tell him to stop using a fake patois before you're like, all right, man, I just go do what you're going to do. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sorry for raising you in L.A. That was my bad. But you right. got there and get it. <laughs> that's also the thing. You can't be mad about Tom, about Chet Hanks and being like, that's Tom Hanks fault. But there's also Colin Hanks, who's just perfectly fine. Yeah. He's got he a weird face, but it's and fine. It split him and it split Tom Hanks right. into his two essences. And those are it. You what if we find out together? That's Tom Hanks. What if we found out that Colin Hanks and Chet Hanks are actually Tom Hanks, like literally like a superhero where it's like these two have oh, to combine yeah. to become the like, how come I've like never Al seen you in a picture Death with your. Note? 
Yes, like just like that. You watch? I don't know if you watch anime. Big anime. Um, Death and I, I've watched a little bit, but I never fully got into. I didn't. I didn't get in there deep enough to know that there's someone who is a separate person. Yeah, when like the main villain slash hero, I forget which one it was, like dies, then they come back as like very much (laughs) call it into uh, Hanks and Chet Hanks energy, where you're like you're two like specific essences. So yes, that is what Tom Hanks is like uh, in anime about a book where you can write people's name in it (laughs) and then they die. There's so much stuff. I was like, this was so fucking deep. I look back at it. I was like, man, I was dumb as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do you so as far as you know reasons to maybe sour a bit on Mr. West? Uh, Do you have any? I will say Donda gave me a reason to like him. I do like that. He is like still like, you know, that the I don't know. Can we talk about the Trump stuff to start with that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Before. So like that was like a reason to be like, this guy fucking sucks. He's like promoting the shit out of Trump. He keeps like talking about how great he is. He like held the the, the cast of SNL hostage to do a big pro Trump rant that they never right. even aired for SNL. He's like got, right. doing all this and people are like, what the hell? This is, I don't know. You're like, I don't want to hear more people talk about Trump. Um, and then it turns out like he may be trying to get a guy freed from prison and he's like got to do all this shit for Trump to maybe try and get him on his side so that he could get uh, Larry Hoover at a prison. And I think like still giving a shit about that is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I support the idea of like, hey, we need prison reform or whatever. But what's funny is like his then wife, Kim Kardashian, is doing the same thing, but doing it in a way that is much less destructive to yeah. the general population and her brand. OK, like, also, by the way, it didn't work. <laughs> right. I don't think he got him out. Right. And and it's weird to be like, you know, kind of like, no, I'm using this guy to get what I, I want to get this guy out of jail. Yeah. So I'm using Trump or whatever. If that's the narrative now, which it was not at the it wasn't the thing that he was saying at the time. But um, if that's what the narrative now is, well, Trump would be like, well, I was using you to get the black vote, you fucking dummy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think that's like a that's a summary of like every relationship Trump has had with people. This yes. entire time was like, oh, we're going to get some money out of this guy. And then like he'll just burn your career down in front of the right. America for funsies. Um, and then we, we also didn't even talk about this pre-production wise, but like also then Kanye this last election, I mean, this last election goes from being a Trump shill to being like, no, wait, I should be president. And then just like truly like a fucking college freshman handing in a paper one hour before it's due, just being like, can I be on the ballot? Uh, let me be on the ballot. Can I, where are you from? Can I be on the ballot? Is it illegal here? It doesn't matter. I'm just on the ballot. Just write me in. It doesn't matter. And then like, kind of like, I don't know how many votes he actually took, but just like really distracting from an important conversation by being like, not enough people are talking about me. And I would like you to know that I still exist, which is annoying as fuck. Have you ever watched the show Frisky Dingo? It's like no, the- not. it's been a while if I have. Um, it's the people who made Archers, the show they had on Dolph Swim beforehand. And the second season is like, it's kind of like a Batman guy versus this alien guy. And they were running for president. And the last episode is like, okay, well, you're not old enough and you're not from this planet. Neither of you can be president. Like they're doing this whole campaign sure. and they end up this big debate. And they're both like, so you guys just didn't read the rules at all, huh? <laughs> like, oh, that's kind of what I think about. That's exactly. He's like, I want this. And you're like, all right, but this is like a whole process, you know? Yeah, that that's exactly what it was like. That and that's Kanye's thing in general, right? So like, he has like there are good ideas and what he is trying to execute, or like so whether it's trying to like, there's a time where he was like, I'm fucking broke because of all this money I put into making my own 
uh, fashion line happen and like really talking about, I mean, this is rich people shit, but talking about like the inequality and like the fashion world or talking about prison reform or whatever, there are these issues that he touches on that are very, that like could matter to people, right? Some are very important on a widespread level. Some are important to maybe a smaller amount of people, but there's like corruption or unfairness or something. And he sees that and he wants to like fucking, it's like, it's it's a very small issue. So it's like, it takes like a, or not a very small issue, but it's a very, it's like a nuanced kind of thing that takes like skill. Like basically if you're shooting at a target, his targets are like they require a sniper rifle to hit right but instead of using a sniper rifle he uses like an ak and he just sprays everywhere freaking flamethrower it's like i get it yeah he's like right he's like in a freaking hospital and like 100 people end up dead because there's one guy who did something wrong and he's like yeah but i did what i said i was gonna do right (laughs) there's no problem here right And i think this connects to a bunch of the issues we have like okay so he goes like to address something like this and then ends up like supporting it in a weird way right Right. like if you want to get this guy out of prison or you want to deal with prison reform don't hang out with the head of the party that's made up of people who make the most money off of the current right (laughs) yeah there's there's a surface level like we gotta fix this and then like not a real understanding of like what's actually going we gotta get larry hoover out of prison so i'm gonna go hang out with the people who have continually kept him in prison his whole life and you know say what you want about kim kardashian but she was doing the same shit and this motherfucker took the bar twice all right kanye didn't step foot in a classroom kanye wasn't like i will do what i need to do to get this really taken care of kim didn't pass the bar twice but she did take it twice okay so that's something that's more <laughs> that's a than lot kanye more reading did. than i've done in my life right right i just think that's a thing <laughs> that uh is a is a real is a real thing uh that we should be i mean she also has like a bunch of fashion stuff so i mean i'm assuming her crimes are similar so that's like my big issue with him right is like he goes on ellen and he talks about how he was bullied as a kid for not having the right clothes and because they're really expensive so he wanted to like make fashion that was cool and accessible to people with less money and then the first second he gets a chance he's like no actually i'm going to make expensive fashion again right (laughs) he's like no 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 i need three more houses so i think these shoes will be 600 <laughs> like, oh, so you have the most expensive shoes now cool and you know like every celebrity seems to do this it's like your first job once you're huge is to just depend on china's like you know like oh hey they have lower standards there they pay less there so we can make shoes cheaper there because fuck the chinese people i want right. to sell shoes in america boom immediately and so you're like spouting these like i have these ideas that are positive but i am also like kind of stomping all over people to get them done and then yeah like, all right all right now i'll make a cheaper line i will do yeezy gap who pretty much exclusively used to child labor <laughs> right if there's one thing you need to know about celebrities it's that they are con artists okay like if any celebrity is like everything I did to get to this point is because I worked harder than everybody else. And because I know what I'm doing, they're lying to you. It is luck 100% of the time. And then what like you, you have to work and be prepared to get in certain positions, but then it comes to a certain point where like your talent meets a just luck of the draw and good things start happening for you. And then there's a choice to be made. And I would say about 99.8% of celebrities always just the choice is, do you want to be a person and treat people humanely and do the right thing? Or do you want to trick your fans into giving you more money? 
And almost every time the celebrity is like, yeah, man, we can sell a candle that smells like my pussy. I don't care. Whatever. They're going to buy it. I don't give a shit. I what are we doing? Them. Shoes for $10,000? Yeah, you can do that, too. I assume like that crazy. there's like a guy I call Captain America who's like Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock. Just like old sure. rich white guy in a suit. And as soon as you have enough of a platform, he shows up at your house and he's like, okay, but now do you really want to make some money? I know, right. I know you care about people, blah, 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 blah. Right. But like, you want to know how we can really make some cash in this country? Right. Low overhead. Find people whose country doesn't give a fuck if they live through the workday. Make them make your stuff. And then we'll sell it here like it was made by the best shoe experts in the universe the the All whole right, culture yeah. of celebrity is just taking advantage of whatever you can take advantage of for as long as you can possibly do it so you can make as much money as possible so your hot tub is That's bigger i don't know i don't really understand is, what the I point is understand. i'm wondering yeah. like because there was some when i was looking at stuff today kanye did have like some times where he was in debt or not so like i'm wondering right. if people once they get a bigger levels they're like costs and their like vices get violently more expensive so then it's like at some point they're like oh i thought i was gonna save a bunch of this i'm actually spending right. just as much as i'm making <laughs> yes <laughs> we gotta sell more shoes baby I, I mean i think that's a real thing of like there are a lot of artists who like you'll be like why the fuck are they doing this and, and then you'll google and they'll be like yeah this person's been broke since 1987 you're like holy <laughs> shit why is okay. samuel L. jackson doing commercials still why does he own a oh, capital one commercial buddy. like man this capital one commercial is sandwiched between two movies you're in why do you need this if you ever watch just plain old tv with old ben here I bitch about that. So it's oh. obnoxious how much I, I'm like, how many islands do you need? You know what yeah. I mean? This is insane. And I'm like, well, are you just doing this commercial because it's like a tax write off? Like what or not a tax write off, but like, is this how you pay your taxes? Like this commercial money is going to pay off your lawyer. Like, what is this? I'd never I no understand. It's insane. You're to like, me. okay, you've had like more than a decade. This isn't a snapshot of your life that you're like trying to grab everything you can. Like you're right. fine. You're established. Right. You have a legitimate legacy. There used to be a time where actors were ashamed right. to be in commercials. Please, can we have and that now? <laughs> yeah, and now they're like, no, no, no. I like money. <laughs> yeah. like, right, oh, I guess God. sell me your fucking dick cream or whatever oh, you're doing. Oh my God. If you get a Marvel movie, then the next day you get to do car commercials. So you're like, this, this whole thing is fucking wild. But I will say, like, as a celebrity, it's like, yeah, no, you should. Why wouldn't you? It's like, oh, should I hold on to my morals and be like, I guess I got to live my but dream. Also once you once you achieve your dreams, it is very quickly where you're like, uh oh, what else am I supposed to do? So you're like, I guess I should just be rich forever. Like I totally, I do to understand like the that. commercials thing. It's like you are one of the few people in this world in the position to be able to choose which companies you work with. Get to like you have agency, but right. it's still a lot of these people are like, nah, I'll take whoever. Oh, is it a credit card company that has like higher rates than everyone else? Or is it somebody else who's like incredibly predatory? I don't care. I'll be the face of it. I don't right. I'm not really thinking it too much. This is I mean, that's a great point uh, that segues into our next thing. So like Kanye is in a position where he can choose who he works with, what message he puts out, what he's trying to do. He's very intentional <laughs> and he is choosing <laughs> for, for whatever for whatever you want to say about the man. When it comes to his art, he's very intentional with like what he's trying to do. Right. There is a whole thing where, you know, if he doesn't like an album, he'll like fucking pull it off Spotify and put it back on or do whatever the fuck he's trying to do. So in this latest album release where he's renting out stadiums, um to like you know put up life-size reimaginings of his childhood home or whatever 
Um, two of the people he decides to drag out are one, the baby, recently uh, defamed uh, for his thoughts defamed on the baby <laughs> on uh, gay people. Uh, he said some wild homophobic shit, and everybody came at him as they should because it was some bullshit. Um, and then someone who I would argue, oh, even worse. Somehow you're like, whew, that's a tough one. But then, like, even worse. Besides the baby, he trots out fucking Marilyn Manson, who, if this were 1994, you'd be like, whoa, that's dark and edgy. Yeah. But it's not. It's he waited, 2021. He waited until Marilyn Manson was known. <laughs> it's 2021. And you're and the one thing that everyone still really talks about Marilyn Manson for is that he is now an alleged accused abuser of multiple women and with like pretty seems pretty verified stuff i don't need to hang out with drake i got manson right here right and uh and he brought him out on stage for what this is an album this album rollout this album's supposed to be in like dedicated to his mom uh donda i believe is his mom's name and like he this whole thing is like paying you know respect to her it's about god but it's about her and life and all this stuff and then marilyn manson's fucking rapey ass is just hanging out like why would you want that associate i don't understand i what this ties into this thing of kanye where he's always just like if he feels like he's been persecuted which in some ways he has been but because of that it seems like he really likes to gravitate towards people who have also faced persecution regardless of whether or not they the criticism that they face yeah. is valid was it fair or unfair persecution i don't care people right. are mad at cosby so i'm tweeting right. cosby's innocent like he, did you look at why the like, nah, man they're going after him man you can't Kanye, er, he tweeted cosby is innocent which is almost doesn't matter what year you tweet that in you are incorrect <laughs> you are wrong <laughs> it is a bad thing to tweet and I don't you can be the most pro black person in the world. But if you're if you're a person who's like, I don't think Cosby did it. I'm like, oh, you're a dumbass. You are a dumb piece of shit. And I'm like you can be like the proceedings were wrong. They got they got him in jail on some weird technicality. So I'm glad. So it doesn't it doesn't hold up in court. Like if you believe in the justice system, they did it wrong. So technically he should not be in jail. That is technically a thing you can say. What I would say to you is. Why would you say that? <laughs> what are what is wrong with you? What is in your brain that makes you think that you need to tweet out Cosby is innocent or Marilyn Manson needs to be on stage at your I album like, release? That's like kind of the core of it. Is there's like a okay maybe that he's like got a point. I mean, like, you know, behind the scenes, he's like articulating this point to his family and being like, you know, I think there's like an unfair way that they use these rules against him to get that. And it's like, all right, how do I express that to the world? <laughs> Just shout because he's innocent. Right. Like, it's a weird thing. Kanye's got this weird thing of like the thing that makes him annoying as fuck now is also the thing that made him successful, where he has never lost faith in himself. He's never believed he's wrong. There are stories about how you know he would come into the studio and be like, I'm trying to rap on something. Like he was a really good producer before he started rapping, and he would be like, No, 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 no. I'm going to rap on this. And people would be like, what? We don't even know. Just do this other thing. This is what you're good at. And he's like, no, 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 no. I will be rapping. Thank you. You know, and like 
he would tell like he was on Dave Chappelle's show and I, Neil Brennan, one of the co-creators of the show, has these stories about how he literally just had the most confidence of all time. And it'd be like, I'm going to be like the biggest rapper of all time and I'm going to be all the shit. And you'd just be like, I don't even know who you are. Like, I literally I thought you were bringing me coffee. Like, it's weird that you. <laughs> but it works. It kind of works. works. <laughs> so but that's the thing is you can't have that energy. And then get to a point where everything comes to fruition and then turn it off. You know what I mean? Like you just have that energy forever. And now it's up to the rest of us to parse out what we believe, what we deal with, what we listen to, what we don't listen to when it comes to Kanye West. I mean, I like a, a really sheepish, vulnerable, shy album coming out later. Like right. actually, I'm scared. Like all the time I'm really scared. <laughs> I'll frighten yeah. stuff that's stupid and silly. I want to I want an album where it's like, yeah, I fucked a model, but then I came early. You know, like that's yeah, just what yeah. I, I just want him to Four say. Four pushups is too, too many. <laughs> <laughs> I had McDonald's after midnight three times this week. That's oh, what I thought. God, that's paradise. Mm-hmm. You mean paradise? <laughs> that's yeah, all reason uh, to be rich. Someone will bring you McDonald's after midnight. But yeah, he just he sometimes he has the right idea, but I'm just like, buddy the way you're going about this truly it's like it's like you and he does actually i was about to say it's like you live in a different world than i do and he does so i don't know i guess i can't i don't know what to say to that other than i hope if i ever somehow get a any even just like a modicum of the fame or wealth or whatever that he has that i still keep my i hate myself okay i want to keep this i think it's important about you it's important for me to keep hating myself so I never become the person that I really hate. Uh, in you these are your most yeah, me, me as a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will also, though, it's very cool to give Larry Hoover's like he has such a huge platform and it's very cool to let Larry Hoover's son say what it's like being this dude's son and how people have treated him over the years. So on, this like, is yeah, this is on his, his most recent album. He yeah. has. He just like it's a monologue. It's like a nice chunk long, and he's just like the way people have been treating us sucks. The way the government has kept telling us he's going to be releasing, they're going to be releasing him sucks. And they've like I don't know if they invented a precedent, but they have like wielded a precedent they rarely use on people, specifically on this guy to never let him out, pretty much. Yeah. So, real quick, I agree that that is that is great, and I do love that. What I don't love is that this album that you're talking about is 27 songs and it's an hour and 40 minutes, 48 minutes long. And it literally the back half of the album is just like part twos of songs that have already been on the album. This is like slight changes or whatever. So like think about how powerful if you have a 10 song album and then you close out an album with what you just said, instead of having that. I don't even know where it is. I listened to some of this. I didn't listen to all of this. It's just having that passionate like important moment on your album and then being like just like starting it over you're like did this just skip did this repeat what's going on what's so he, uh, he's doing what's like double releases of some of these songs on it yeah so my, my, my buddy was showing me this and he was like a one who's been helping me do a little bit of the research for this and he's like i don't oh, know nice. which version of this song i like better and i didn't realize he was just playing me two songs from the same album yes there are <laughs> Like, yeah, I think uh, it just starts over basically. Like Donda's on here twice. That's like I think it's just the one where they say Donda. But like there's like jail part two, okay, okay, part two, J 
Junior, Part Two, Jesus Lord, Part Two, and those are just a few of the ones that I think are on here twice. So yeah, and pick the good one, and crazy. then do like a little Patreon or something later, <laughs> right? <laughs> Buddy, it's about content. You need Instagram <laughs> clips, all right? You need to carry this over to get this momentum until is you start that like the two wolves in him are like one is I'll have content forever, so I'm gonna release all of this at once, and the other wolf is like I've also run out of stuff to say, right? <laughs> Sorry. He that's what's crazy too is like it does feel like he's run out of stuff to say, but that has never stopped him from talking. You know what I mean? He should one hundred percent be he should be on this podcast. This is exactly what I that's my strategy on any podcast that I'm on. Um the one other thing I think I wanted to say before maybe we move on, we're running a little long here. Um, is just that like I don't it's wild for me to see someone who has the most confidence I've ever really seen in like an artist, like really just says whatever attacks, whoever believes in himself, believes in all these people that other people maybe don't believe in just really thinks he can act, visualize and actualize all these things to he'll start some shit, but almost immediately when he gets some pushback, he becomes like the little kid brother and is like tattling. It's like, oh my God, Drake, can you believe what Drake just said about us? And you're like, us. I didn't even, I wasn't even talking to Drake. Like, what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, this Drake beef with Kanye is insane because so many times Kanye will do something wild and then will run to other rappers to be like, get his ass, push a T. You know, and I'm just like, I hate that so much. It's so unbelievable. Like, uh i don't i can't even remember i think the thing the thing that kind of started stuff between drake and pusha t for those who don't know or drake and kanye for those who don't know is i think it was drake doesn't like pusha t who is another rapper who's very you know he's good we like him we love him he's part of a different group that was awesome clips they're great okay kanye i think used like was like rocking with him fucks with him he's he's under he's part of kanye's good music uh label they do they work together a lot he produced pusha t's album whatever i think drake was kind of like hey man if you fuck with him i'm just not gonna fuck with you no hard feelings but that's what it is i so i think it was something like that i honestly think that's what it is and then and then kanye basically goes hey pusha t just so you know drake's got a son that nobody knows about like that was his that was like his follow-up and then push T like fucking flames him out Drake, all this shit like jake had made like a diss track or something about those two or whatever but like push T's like all right bitch bet and he's like i know your son exists and nobody oh else God. knows this and really just put it out into the world that's so weaselly changed. that's so weaselly you put it out then if you it's, it's so, insane uh, yeah and kanye was just like whoa that's like hey, some hey, real man. housewives shit where you're like and that's, oh i can give you a secret that'll start a fight and that's <laughs> that exactly what it is kanye and kanye keeps doing this stuff like um it's like childish truly shit where kanye like posted drake's address basically or like so that's not that's actually uh, like dangerous to a celebrity yeah. but like <laughs> I'm sure there's so many gates that nobody could ever get in there, but like just like putting like a screenshot of a Google Maps thing and circling an error and being like, mm, I guess maybe, <laughs> you know, just like passive Drake? aggressive, right? Um, and then one thing he did that everybody was talking about a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't know, I don't understand the context, but there was like some group chat or something, and then um, 
I think I think Kanye had Drake's number and was texting him. I don't remember what they were saying, and I don't know if Drake was responding. But at some point, Kanye just adds Pusha T, the guy who like exposed Drake's son to the group chat. It was like Kanye being like da 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 da. I don't like you. Drake being like ha ha. I don't like you either. Whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, like. Pusha T shows up in the group chat and then and Kanye just being like, get him, buddy, you know, and it's just like, I hate that. You don't get to start shit and then have somebody else finish it. <laughs> you know, you know how many bars I've been to where like the shortest fucking sweatiest dude is just dude. there being like, I will fuck you up, you fucking bitch, you little pussy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you probably don't talk to people about that. <laughs> right. And then and then the and then someone steps up to the guy and he's like, Hey, get him, Kevin. And Kevin's like Dude. six four, jacked, oh my and like God. just wishing, just waiting for this moment. This is the best moment of his life because he gets to fuck somebody. There's this up. thing in Seattle comedy where like this guy was messaging a girl and she was like kept telling her boyfriend, like, hey, this guy won't stop messaging me. And so he confronts yeah. him at a show and you know, he's like a little guy, so his friend gets in between him and keeps him from getting his ass beat. But then the whole time he like won't stop poking the bear. Yeah. And, like, Hey, that's not, that's pretty rude to your buddy who's gonna have to take a punch for you here in a right. second. Could you maybe shut the fuck up? It's just so lame. It's such <laughs> a fucking cowardly move to talk so much shit and then never once be willing to actually put yourself on the line for it. You know what I mean? And I just I don't love that that's who this version of Kanye West is because I feel like old Kanye wouldn't do that. Old Kanye would be like, "Here's the shit I'm talking." You might fuck me up, but I'll still be talking this shit. And I love that. That's and I want to say thing. anyone listening to this podcast, if this ever gets back to our guests or the or the targets that I will let Ben fight any of you. Because <laughs> we yeah. stand by who we are on this fucking podcast. Hell yeah. Uh, and we're a team, buddy. <laughs> I um, I'm sure you don't. But do you have a scale for this one? Is this my time to have a scale? It's your time to have a scale, buddy. It's my time to have a scale. So on a scale of one to 10, how shitty do I think Kanye West is? One worst, 10 best, or one good, bad, 10 good. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, most confusing way. Yeah, I don't know. One good, bad, 10 bad, good. <laughs> uh, I think I'm running out of oxygen. I feel like I've <laughs> spoken too much about Kanye today. Um, I So one for me on the scale is um kanye goes to therapy stays on meds puts out one last album and then retires from music and it is the it's as good as his first three albums it's like everything we love about him he feels like it's the perfect stepping down point where he's like you know what this rap game isn't for me i'm it's too toxic I've become a different person. I've become someone I don't like. I've become someone my mother doesn't like. I think I need to get out of this. But before I go, here's one last perfect album for the people who have been with me, who love me, who even though I fucked up, you know, they they are still here listening to my music. This is for you. And it's so good that like, you know, your tear, tears are streaming down your face. You're just like, I can't believe he fucking found it. He found what he was looking for. He found happiness. He's got a family now. He's going to be OK. Like that's a one where everything works out. He steps away from music and he just gets to live a life and he gets to 
he gets to free fucking Larry Hoover. He gets to help people in Chicago like he wants to. He gets to just be a, a public servant to the people who have given him so much. That's a one. A 10 is he puts out another album and it's like his last five albums and it's the worst thing I've ever heard and I can't stand it <laughs> and I don't want to listen to it anymore and I don't want to hear about him I'm, and I have to continue. He puts out another album and it's it's objectively the worst music that anyone has ever heard the kind of music where like you turn it on and like grab like if you're listening in your car your windshield cracks the first note like your ears bleed okay people die listening to this music it is actively harmful to people and this is while this is happening i have a new job as um i'm like a comment section curator at pitchfork okay so Kanye's new album drops. It's trash. And I have to go through the comments and just li- just watch person after person after person defend this horseshit album that Kanye West just put out. Because half the people always do. Half the people hate it no matter what. But there's always half the people who are like, this is better than Da Vinci. And you will respect it as such. And it's my job to find those comments and then uh, get them tattooed on my face. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a 10. A terrible job. <laughs> that's By a the 10. way, I do know someone who had to do that for Bill O'Reilly, be the comment moderator for the oh website portion, his website portion of Fox News. <laughs> Unbelievable. So where, where are you throwing him on the scale? I think... I think Kanye West on a shittiness scale I think he is. Oh boy, this feels wild. Okay, I'm gonna. I think he's a five. I I honestly want to. I might say six. Here's I was here's say six. But here's yeah. my thing. Okay, I'm gonna say six because here's my thing. It's okay to be an annoying ass celebrity in a vacuum, but he legitimately in an era where like social media has so much influence and like entertainment and just celebrity has so much sway and influence he is like genuinely influencing people and for whatever reason even if it comes from a good place some of the stuff he's trying to influence people to do is fucking bad it is actively bad having like having someone launching a presidential campaign for so people vote for you is fucking like and you're not you're not a political person in any way shape or form you just found out what politics are you're not it's okay it's okay if you're like oh i don't fuck with the two-party system whatever i understand that but why not direct that towards someone like what if you directed that towards someone who yeah. could actually do the work who could you actually have a platform you have the ability to fundraise you could right. find a candidate that doesn't fit into the status quo and right like pump the shit out of them and actually like maybe affect the change and but- like what what if you do <laughs> took that to a local level you know what if you took that to a level where these people that you want to help can actually be helped and it's not it's not you know trump versus biden or whatever it's like Oh, you're fuck here. Here's what Chance the Rapper actually does this, I, which really? is interesting. Where they'll be like, "Oh, this person I support for you know fucking local sixty five or whatever the fuck I don't know <laughs> that's a union, but uh, you know, or they like they care about stuff at the local level. So Chance will like throw money and stuff into that to like Chicago school systems to all this sort of stuff. And I know Kanye does a little bit of that, 
But whole oh boy, does that get fucking taken away when he's like, vote for me for president and I will fucking put my dick on the table at the White House. I guarantee it. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know what this is. This is harmful to people. So yeah. to me, he's a six. He also made Kenan Thompson just sit and watch him yell about Trump for like an hour. <laughs> feel like sure. That. Sure. Which just feels like a headlining set in Brooklyn, but I understand. <laughs> what oh, yeah. Got him. Big, I big got pro Brooklyn Trump comedy. Brooklyn. <laughs> um, I see my big I'm going to put him on a six before I tell you the scale, because I I get like furious at celebrities who have who get to a level where they're making good money and have like agency and power and still choose to like participate in some of the worst aspects of capitalism. Like you could make less money and work for like a sustainable ethical sneaker company and like actually get like these could be made better and have a worse profit margin. These could be mm-hmm. better shoes and you like won't do that because you want the cash and that fucking sucks. I think that's fucking yeah. lame. You're going to take advantage of people suffering to just get some money. That's so lame. One is your Beyonce and you watch him go up and cut off Taylor Swift and you're like, yeah, I did have a good album. This is wild, but I had a good time. <laughs> and 10 is you're forever locked in a cage inside of Taylor Swift's head in that moment, just feeling her fucking awkwardness. Hell just like, yeah. Just being jabbed by the needles of like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how to react to this. And that's just weird yeah. for eternity. It's like, a oh, that's he's like, yeah, he's a six in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so great. It's so funny. He really wasn't. So people talk about the Taylor Swift thing that so much that we forgot about the thing where he went on TV in front of Mike Myers and was like, George Bush doesn't care about black people, which is like a real. I'm like, that's some real shit. And I love that you did crazy jump from there to Trump. I love which is wild. Right. I just I do love that. He was the person who was like, I mean, nobody else is really saying this shit the way that they should. So I guess I'll just say it, whatever. And then with Taylor Taylor Swift, you're like, okay, yeah, no, we, we appreciate the message. Yeah, there's probably a better way to do this, but no, we appreciate the message, Kanye. This is we're, it's so we're on funny board. though how big of a deal that was then, and oh now you're God. like, oh yeah, that who gives a fuck about that? He, <laughs> he became he became fucking hip hop Kramer, where he would just bust <laughs> in the room and just say <laughs> the wildest shit possible. And then no. people who don't know Kanye, they're like, what the hell is going on here? And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, it's just Kanye. Uh, I don't know. He's just like a weird guy. It's just like his role in the show that we all <laughs> and play. Now, and now it's like post Meltdown Kramer. And you're like, man, I wish he was still just kicking the door and saying crazy stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could go back to that time. People come over and he's just hanging out on the couch and then they're whispering to each other. Is that the guy who said slavery is a choice at the Laugh Factory? Is that? that guy because <laughs> i don't know if i can keep hanging out with you jerry if you know fucking they're like I don't, know. Coming I don't care i'm just trying to fuck a 16 year old <laughs> and like why what? am i like a character in seinfeld right. goes to the apartment <laughs> but all of the like, other characters have their real life crimes <laughs> That's here's the one thing I will say that could redeem Kanye West in my mind is if they rebooted Seinfeld and had all the people there still, but Kanye Kramer was played by Kanye. I would watch that. And I think that is okay. I genuinely think that is a very funny thing that I would be part of. I'd be like, this guy can say whatever. I don't care. Shot remakes of episodes, but just Kanye and Kramer. You got any milk? (laughs) 
I yeah, would, I got some milk. Kanye, I would, here. I would pay all the money I have. That's forty-five dollars cold hard cash. <laughs> you want some peaches? They're only ripe once a year. <laughs> like, all right, Kanye, I'll, I'll have your peaches later. Please, I'm shrieking at me about them. Oh, <laughs> what a good idea! Funny. What a, what a great place for us to end this podcast. <laughs> all right, Albert, buddy. my buddy, my friend, my lover, my toe-sucking pal. Where can people find you? I like the arc in the beginning of the podcast. Ugh, Albert. <laughs> now you're we're sucking toes together. Yeah, there's baby. two feet on it. There's two feet on a lot of people. Uh, you can find me on the internet uh, at Hot Young Albert. Maybe I'll change it someday. I turned 32 Why? this week. I don't know. Oh yeah, Sometimes it was your birthday. Bored. We didn't even talk about that shit. Yeah, birthday. What did you do? Nice. I, uh, did an you hour do before birthday? I went over, I just posted on Instagram that I was going to a friend's bar. I made like a big steak for myself. That's my new thing. And then I go get mm-hmm. some drinks. It was a, it was great. Some people came yeah. out. My friend's bar like hooked me up and we treated me really well. It was a really nice time. I was happy about with it. Was that that was after the being abandoned by your boss thing, right? It was a few days before. after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Washed it all clean, baby. I mean, the day okay. after that, I was like, that was wild, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> During the day, I was not so. But Ben, gotcha. uh, Bienemann Square, Ben Antonio, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shaq Katzner on Twitter, S H A Q K A T Z N A R. Uh, you can find find this podcast, you know, email us. I want to hear oh, from yeah. you. I want to burn, burn your, your heroes, heroes pod. pod at gmail.com. And I look. Burn your heroes on Twitter. On Twitter, yes, you can find us on Twitter. Fucking add us. Let us know. Do are we too harsh on Kanye? Did this podcast make any sense? Did we? Is the Kramer? Is Kanye as Kramer (laughs) the best idea that's ever been had? We want to know. We're just gonna Um, get Pusha T being like, "Hey, Kanye, you see what uh, these guys are saying about you?" (laughs) Okay. Seinfeld with Kanye as Kramer, and then Pusha T as like. Well, I don't know if this would work. I was gonna say Pusha T is Newman because he's always, Newman's like always an instigator. I feel like that's pretty good, but we'll figure it out. It would be you Drake. Know, we'll, I think it would have to no because Kramer and yeah, yeah, yeah we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's okay, the but uh, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> but outside of that, buy my book. Hello, my name is Poop. It's uh, pre-sale now, and uh, it's coming out October twenty-sixth, baby. I might do. I think I'm gonna try to do some like live show book release things Ooh, i gotta talk to some people yeah it's very terrifying because i know what's gonna happen i'm gonna have to like really like burn through some emotional cachet with people some things i've built up and then i'm gonna be like do two shows and no one's gonna show up and, like as far um, as who you have open die. or like how you get people out just like just like if i'm gonna do a show in like new york like the people I might have to ask, you know, the people who the venue owners and stuff like what can I do? The people I might just non comedians be like, please come to this. I just need help. You know, I want people <laughs> I want people yeah. to see you don't get a lot the of show or whatever. So and then I don't know, I want to maybe do something back in Minnesota. People have been asking me about oh, like, yeah. when you come back, whatever. And it'd be great. But I don't think I would be able to I don't think I would come back until like a month after the book is released maybe i do something late i don't do know like a i'm reading. trying to figure it out do like a little reading i'm not gonna do it and that's also a thing i don't want to do a fucking book reading i want to do i want to do what i do which is stand-up comedy and then you know if you have a copy of the book maybe i i don't know you want me to like showcase some scenes in you your want me set to, you want me to teabag it what do you need me to do you want yeah. me to get it Everybody can sign my hey, arm. Uh, ben, and I'll big get a fan tattoo. of the book. Would you uh, rub your uh, janglies on these for me, please? This is my favorite page. I don't know. I it feels so. Like you. 
It feels so pretentious to be like, yeah, I'll sign your book. Nobody wants that for me, so I don't really know what I have to offer. That's other your than my... lack of ego speaking right there. There's at least 10 people in the world who would love to have a thing signed by you. Yeah, I just was hoping that thing would be titties. Okay, so <laughs> Bye, that's my the podcast, picks. and uh, we love you. We'll be back next week. Let us know who you want us to burn. Please hit us up on Twitter or our email. I don't know. We love you, and uh, we're all going to die. Sign up for our Patreon, where I will show whole. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Um.